Welcome to the Legends of Lanamora podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Emily. Hello. Nicole. What's up? And Justin. Heyo. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, I... Don't, I don't do this bit anymore. I do the recaps <laughs> now. Shit. Fuck. Sorry, we just did a rebranding and I am still... I've railroaded myself into doing the old <laughs> intros. We're Welcome. shaking off the cobwebs. It's okay. It's yeah, been a while. No. I also have been drinking some wine out of my renaissance renaissance mug <laughs> so it should be a fun episode nice yeah when the when the dm's drunk you're you should be scared sorry <laughs> no i'm not drunk i don't get drunk anymore i'm 31 years old and have a two and a half year old i can't um so there anyway, are so many um, people out there that would argue with that <laughs> man not this one uh, mm-hmm. At the end of last week's episode, it was episode one, so um, we were doing a reintroduction. We started with Saf, who had been working on a artificer's suit. We call it an exo, or a external xenomechanical outfit. Uh, and she was working on getting that up and got it up and running for the first time. Did a little fly around the bay and saw a an unidentified ship in the distance. She landed and met up with Brunick, who was day drinking on the beach, having a grand old time. Uh, I should mention as well that they are all on the Bulwark Isles, which is a tropical island off of Ilar's birth in the southeast of Ilari. Their home base while they were uh, hungering down. Waiting for some information. Um, so anyway, so that was what Saf did. And then Drew was meeting with one of her colleagues, a lizard folk, named Dura, who uh, informed her that there was a, an emissary from one of the tribes nearby that was looking to make peace after uh, an indeterminate amount of time of strife and struggle on the Bulwark Isles. They came to Drew uh, as a mediator. She struck a deal with that emissary. They are actually burrowers on this island, and so they are looking for some information about um, some things on the Bulwark Isles. Drew also got her super fancy artifact that she's got. She's got her soulbound grimoire, which does some pretty cool stuff that we'll talk about the first time she uses it. Then she heard a bell ringing, which says that a ship is coming into the harbor. That brings us to Scar, who was playing a game of Zuths and Giros, or <laughs> Zuths and Kiras, right? Yeah, um, Zuths and it's, Kiras. Uh, yeah, it's their version of sharks and minnows, where they uh, they hide. <laughs> it's it's how Scar has honed her skills of um, being stealthy in her heavy armor. <laughs> And uh, she managed to sneak by Zuth and Kira, but did not manage to get by Reg, the goblin. So they they got the jump on Zuth and Kira, uh, the two of them, and then they heard the bell tolling as well, saying that a ship was inbound. Everyone congregated uh, on the docks. And when I say- No, that's not what what happened. What did I miss? We, Reg, after the game was over, Reg was like, let's go have a beach day. 
And we all went down to the beach, and then Brunick is the one that shot the bell with his magic missile, and that's how it went off. You're right. How can I forget <laughs> the the beach part of the uh, the episode? <laughs> the beach episode within the beach episode. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Yes, Brunick shot the bell, saying that a, a ship was on the way because Saf had just landed. Uh, and everyone congregated at the courtyard. They saw... You know, everyone here uh, on the Bulwark Isles, Lizard Folk, and Knights of Halartha alike. Uh, they saw Durena Ravenridge, who is their, um, yeah, the de facto leader, Durena Ravenridge. Uh, Durena enabled the Shadow Protocol, uh, and everyone hid while they waited th- for the ship to come up because it still was not flying any colors. The ship finally docked, and everyone could see that there were violet lanterns on the ship itself. As everyone got closer, they saw that the name of the ship was called the Wish Fulfilled, and they saw their good old friend Agamir on the ship, who had bad news for them. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) He told them that Kelvin had formed a triumvirate. And no, he did not tell us that. <laughs> yeah, he did. did. I don't remember that. I don't remember, I don't that, remember either. that. Either I'm telling you stuff that I didn't tell you last episode. Or... I could have sworn all it. you said was, I have bad news, and then that's where we're going to end it. Like, that's what yeah, I remember. That's what I thought, too. No, nope, I'm said pretty that. sure I definitely said that. <laughs> Roll back the tapes. <laughs> play, play that right here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> there it is. Right here. <laughs> right, right here. Uh, yeah, so Agamir's back. Sokoba is with him, and uh, the rest of his crew is there as well. Uh, so that is where we ended last episode, and that is where we're going to pick up tonight. So, Agamir's back, y'all. What did he just say? That Kelvin did a what? Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, Kelvin started a triumvirate. Um, I don't know what that means. It's not <laughs> three people. It, well, it's not great. It's uh, so it's uh, Kelvin. This is Agamir speaking. So it's gonna. It's I it's could Kelvin. Tell. Um. Uh, yeah. Um. Sorry. I'm just so. Uh, hi. Um. It's been a while. Uh. How are you? How are you all doing? I should have started with that. How are you all? How are you? Uh, we're doing good. Quick question. Um, did you lose the flag that I gave you? <laughs> what? Oh, no. Um, well, you see, uh, Va gets, he gets cold at night, and the only piece of fabric that we had that wasn't a sail was the flag, and yeah, I get cold at night, so uh-huh. I use the flag to, to curl uh-huh. up, you know. The kobold's got a... Uh, Stay warm, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you took the only flag that would let us know who you are. So you were coming into port. We had no idea who you were. Do you know how long it takes to put out all these fires? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you have to fly our colors. <sighs> What's your passive perception, Drew? Uh, my passive perception, 17. You notice that Va currently has the flag draped across him, <laughs> or, or his body right now. Uh, for those of you who may not remember, Va Cragfeather is uh, a member of the Knights of Halartha, also runs with the Violet Rose. Gotcha. 
Cobalt. I do um, remember. He's the one that answered the door when we went into the back room at that bar. Correct. Yes. So I, Saf, um, kind of looking past Agamir, noticing that Ord and Sokoba are there, and I like do a little wave at Sokoba, and I like gauge reaction. Ord was already with uh, us, but Sokoba was with Agamir. Yeah, or- Ord was with you. Uh, Sokoba just came to the docks. Um, so you. Look over at Koba and Romian Insight. Okay. Oh, 17. Okay, you're getting some mixed signals from Sokoba's reception to you coming to the docks. You, over the letters that you've had over the last few months, you would think that she'd be a little more excited to see you, but she... Uh, you're not sure if she's like holding back or if she's not excited to see you. You you can't really tell which one. Oof. Can I roll, I guess, an insight, I guess, to like also gauge those reactions so that I can then say something about it? You also want to know if she has the hots for Safina? That's weird. Can I roll to see if I get, am I getting anything? Do I get any flirtation vibes? I just kind of want to like roll to see if I can like also like what he was saying, like what uh, what Justin was mentioning, like Safina wants to like gauge the reactions of like the people that just came on off of the ship. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's your insight? <laughs> My roll is a 14. You think that everyone's generally happy to be back? It's Agamir's crew, so they've been back and forth quite a few times here to the Bulwark Isles and the the mainland, so they've kind of gotten to know everyone here when they're... This is where they come for, like, shore leave. And uh, you don't think that there's really anything amiss. So um, then I want to, like, go up to Agamir and do one of those, like, punch-in-the-shoulder things that, like, you know like bros do where they're like man it's been a while what's up what's the haps like <laughs> oh hey hey um yeah hey scar it's good to see you <laughs> <laughs> i just want him to keep doing impressions of jordan and i right. dearly oh. hope that jordan watches this or hears this one day <laughs> oh my god uh i'm gonna man. snatch the flag from uh-huh. around the what is what was is a gnome cobalt cobalt yeah, I'm gonna snatch the flag up. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, there are blankets inside. Can you go find that? And I'm gonna shove it at Agamir and be like, we are in a war, man. This oh. is not time for you to be throwing our flags around. L- look what you did. You have to announce yourself when you come over here. Do you understand me? I know we are friends, but like, damn, you gave me a heart attack. Also, well, why haven't you written or called? We were worried sick. Uh, I, I'm. Hey, Drew. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. It's. Um. You know, it's it's hard going back and forth. I mean, I don't want any correspondence getting out that would um, point Kelvin or his underlings to the the Bork Isles. So I haven't been sending any correspondence. I thought we we talked about this, right? Uh, we gave you a shell phone for a reason. We gave you a shell phone. <laughs> I gave yeah, you know, I gave you, you C minutes on your shell phone. Okay, I you know, paid you're right, for those you're minutes. Right. I I haven't picked up the phone. I. <laughs> I'm, I'm Couldn't sorry. spend a sand dollar to call. 
Right, you're right. You're you're right, Drew. I should have I should have picked up the shell phone. Roaming charges, it's foaming charges. Uh, like I'm like Drew's like <laughs> Drew's like. I mean that's it. That's all I wanted was an apology, man. That's I mean that's fine. I give him like a like a like a quick hug because obviously Drew like missed him like real bad, but she doesn't want to admit it. So she gives him like a quick hug and she's like, okay, yeah, we're good. Get inside. Uh, and I want to <laughs> like I want to like put my arm around him and like one of those like you know tight. Uh, you know Drew. She's just being Drew. Don't, don't take it personal. <laughs> you don't know me. Stop talking about me like I'm not here. So what's this news you got? What's going on? What's the haps? Uh, yeah. So Calvin's formed a triumvirate of members of the Circle of All who hold more power, the three of them, than any of the other nine members of the Chamber of Twelve. So basically, it's um, Kelvin. Katrina Dustone from the archives and Falk Cromwell from Addis Bounty, who are now members of this triumvirate, uh, who have more authority than they did before. And is, are evil. I am a Well, I don't, uh, well, uh, you know, I don't know if they're all evil. Well, we know Kelvin is for sure. We know that Katrina is probably getting counsel from her golden mantle. Lauren, who we know is evil. Uh, I don't know how they got Falcon, but you know he's there. He 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 hasn't done done so much. It's just um, you know, with the attacks on the archives or what they think are the attacks on the archives when we fled, uh, it's made a lot of people a little nervous, and that's why they they they're um, oh um, I guess I should have led with this. Uh, they're saying that they have emergency powers. Now, and they have great martial law, ultimate authority. Cool. In oh, all of Alari is their jurisdiction now, so that's not good. Great, we've made Kelvin a dictator. Cool. Neat. Well, not not just Kelvin. Katrina and Falk are also helping. I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing we've got going for us. It's a triumvirate, so it's three I of them. I assume that I assume we know what Pax, Maxine, and Tora know, and how they helped Mara and Reg and Zuth and Kira f- remember all that they've forgotten, and that it's safe to assume that perhaps this is what Kelvin's doing. Kelvin and Saloran, it's what he he's done to those other two uh, consuls in order to do this. Like, that's just my assumption, is that maybe they don't realize that they're, you know, they're just doing his bidding and or, what's his face, duvet cover. Um, <laughs> I always try to remember his name by thinking it's like a another word for like a blanket, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, big duvet. Man, uh, he is one wet blanket, but um. So like, it, <laughs> I feel like we, as a group, know all that stuff. So that he that Kelvin was able to control Mara and Reg and Zuth and Kira and didn't Kira didn't even know she was Kira for all that time. Like we know all that. 
So I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, that, you're aware of the um, that. Yeah, so I'm going to say like, as Scar, I bet he's got them under his mind control powers, like he did with Mara and the crew. They're probably not doing this of their own volition. Were you saying that all to Agamir? Yes. Or to the group. At that point, Sokoba walks forward and she says, well, based on what we've seen, I mean, it might be some sort of memory modification, but we haven't really been able to get too close, especially not in the archives, you know, considering all of the security tightening they've been doing after your escape. I mean, we've had a little bit of luck, you know, probing into Ada's bounty to try and figure out, you know, why Falk Cromwell was even brought into the this triumvirate. I mean, it's he he, he wouldn't have been my first choice. I I'll say, she <laughs> said, "This is Sokovia talking." She's a little nervous. It seems he wouldn't have been my first choice. I mean, um. Like Katrina Deathstone, I understand, but Falk Cromwell, um, I, I, I just don't see the the consul of our, our agrarian borough really having a a, a, a huge influence um, here. Can I roll like an insight check to see why she's being really like shifty? Yeah, please do. My inside fucking zero. 19, though. <laughs> Just want to see if I got a boost. Um, well, I don't have to roll because she's not trying to be, like, deceptive or anything. Um, okay. You can tell that she's um, she seems a little m- more shaken than you've seen her from the interactions that you had with her, you know, a few months ago. You know, obviously she was shaken because of the um, the interaction that you all had with uh, Kelvin and you know she was in you know basically a coma for a while. Yeah, she'd been but, through some shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is the the most that you've seen her since she left for Alari, and you're kind of getting the sense that she, something happened while she was on Alari that's kind of changed her, like on a fundamental level. Where am I? In regards location wise to her, am I like in front of her or is she off to the side? Like, it's uh, you know, a fair amount of you. I mean, everyone's pretty open with um, you know, how they're speaking. I mean, that's kind of something that Dorena has fostered being the leader of the Knights of Halartha. That you know, even even if you, you don't think that you really contribute much to the Knights itself, she still values your opinion and so wants you to I, be there. If I so, wanted to reach out to Sokoba and like touch her shoulder and be like, what's going on, girl? Like, <laughs> is everything, uh, is everything okay? Like, <laughs> uh, we, we'll say that you're close enough. Okay. So that's kind of what I want to do. I want to like put my hand on her shoulder and kind of like square eyes, like Sokoba, it's okay. Like you're, you're here now. Like you can tell us what's going on. Like, like you're, you're saying seeing- that with your eyes. Yeah, like, you seem, like, I want to, like, kind of portray, like, uh, be like, you can trust us. Like, you're among friends. It's okay. What's going on? Roll me a performance, please. Ah! (laughs) Natural 20! (laughs) 
Sokoba kind of looks at you when you place your hand on her shoulder and you see a look of recognition in her eyes and you see um, some tears start to well up that (gasps) she deftly pulls the tears away uh, with a swift motion of her hand so it looks like she wasn't about to start crying. But um, she, you know, something's going on. And at that point, Ord pipes up and he says, well, it. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of people that have worked their way up from uh, fellows into Adder's bounty, and if they're trying to do any sort of upward mobility, you know, class-wise, they would be coming from Adder's bounty. There, there are a, a, a fair number of ambitious individuals in Adder's bounty, so it it makes sense on a on a certain level that. Kelvin would look to Falk to move forward. You know, I sat on a lot of meetings with Tassavig. I I overheard some conversations. Maybe it's just me as like a player, but Falk Cromwell sounds like he kind of has a military background by the name alone. Is that that true? I'm glad that you brought that up. (laughs) Let me tell you real quick when I pull up my Lanamore details for players because I said what his background was in this document. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, the one that I gave to you at the beginning of the campaign. The only thing I remember from that is that the guy, my partner who Emily killed in episode one is the brother of a consul or nephew or I forget. So you all know that, you know, uh, Ord was just speaking to those with ambition uh, coming from Ada's bounty. Uh, Falk Cromwell actually came from pretty humble roots. He was a farmer. He's a half-elf. So he was a, you know, just a simple man doing honest work, just like the meme. It ain't much, but it's honest work. I think that Kelvin is, I'm saying this is Scarlet, so I'm going to say this is Scarlet. So I think Kelvin chose him specifically because he came from humble means and was easy enough to manipulate, uh, and is probably doing the same thing that he did to to Mara and all and the crew, like I and and to Karen. I think that he's manipulating, like his memories and his like persona and all this stuff. And that's I think he's just a puppet. I don't know about the other one, but I think that he just saw an opportunity to keep the same person in power that's already in power and than be able to pull his strings behind closed doors using his potions and whatever other gross shit Kelvin does. <laughs> Listen, Kelvin can pull whatever he wants behind closed doors, but I have <laughs> an issue if he is out here like trying to start a war by like funding the lower class. That seems rough. Like, well, is that like his plan? Well, you all forget this is Dorena. It, 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 it may have slipped your memory. I, I know that you, we, we all despise Kelvin. Obviously, oh, he's, a, he, he's a horrible individual and needs to be brought down. But you mentioned that you think that Falk is a puppet of Kelvin, but we must remember that apparently Kelvin is a puppet of Tasvig. So... Why would Tess Vig want Falk Cromwell is the real question, is it not? Mm. 
the connection with the archives obviously makes sense um with everything that has gone on it fits well into the narrative of we must be united against the the threat of these colossal enemies of which they have not seen again but kelvin's been fanning the flames of distrust and paranoia however bringing falk in is a bit of a mystery that must mean well that must mean that there's something in Ada's bounty that they want from a certain point of view Ada's bounty produces most of alari's food supply so from a certain standpoint if they control most of Alari's food supply, then they control most of Alari. When did Safina get so uh, <laughs> well versed in? Is that are you saying that as Saf, or are you saying that as yourself? Yeah, no, saying that as Saf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's got. I'm just saying, like as Scarlet, I'm just gonna say, like Ada's bounty has to have something that they want. Well, I think you both might be right. Perhaps it is to control the people you control there the source of their food and if you want like scar mentions to control the people that's how you do it so here we are um a triumvirate hum so uh okay i i'm gonna retire uh because i have a lot to think on I was and... gonna say you just retire. You just give up. <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah, I'm going to retire. I'm, I'm no longer the. Uh, I'm no longer the leader. <laughs> this is too crazy. Y'all got this right. <laughs> no, I'm going to retire to my chambers um, and think on this. And we're gonna have to come up with some sort of game plan. I, I, I have not accounted for this, but here we are. We have to do what we have to do, right? She looks at all of you with a. Uh, a look that uh, instills confidence in you that, you know, we've gotten this far, like, we can get through it again. Um, She says, you're all dismissed. We'll meet tomorrow and solidify a plan. Cool. Hey, Brunick, pass me a Nightclaw. I need it after that conversation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No. They're all gone. Sorry. He says as he cracks, he cracks one in front of you. I guess if you don't have a nightclaw, I'll take a snowy ungula. I hate you so much. No, I got I got rid of that years ago. <laughs> snowy ungula and Zima. They're just collecting oh. dust. Look. Oh, yuck. Anyway, uh, so like, let's have a drink and just chill i guess i don't fucking know so i'm gonna kind of wait until people start like walking away and dispersing and then like turn to sakoba and go are you okay hi by the way sakoba starts walking away with the rest of the crowd and she's not um she kind of has her back to you saf oof it's roll me an insight. That's a seventeen. You get like a fleeting feeling that she might be trying to avoid you. Oh, do you? Do you get that feeling? It's 
like it, it's a fleeting feeling like it's not like a, an an overwhelming feeling of she's trying to avoid me it's is is she well she was walking away a little quick but maybe was she trying to like choose the the quickest exit that was on the opposite side of me like what's it's like you're kind of confused and also getting that feeling at the same time i stand there momentarily like in awe you said like the letters that we had written she had gotten like a little more comfortable and then this is like a complete 180 right yeah it's you're that's where most of your confusion is coming from that she seemed to be getting more comfortable and now she's here and in front of you for the first time in months and she is not uh, seeming like she's happy to see you, which is interesting. All right, I guess I... S- At this point, Brunick comes up to you, Saf, and says, Hey, oh, what, is, what is this fancy contraption you got here? You know, I do contraptions myself. And he's po- poking your uh, EXO uh, backpack. <laughs> Brunick. Brunick. Mm-hmm. I need you to, I need mm-hmm. you to stop. I need you to stop, and then he accidentally pokes the right button, and it engulfs me in the suit. Well, isn't that nuts? Okay, bye. Bye, Seth. <laughs> Hello, robot. <laughs> I've accepted my robot overlord. That was quick. He t- Brunick turned quick. <laughs> I press the button again to, like, um, or a button, rather, to let my face get like you know how how uh iron man like he's able to just do like his face part of the suit like let that mm-hmm. down Re- retract yeah, the do face that. plate yeah yeah there we go uh english and i would like to um look at him and go this not it's oh, brunick there was a wrong robot button. face hello staff face robot body hello <laughs> No. I, uh... Saf droid. And he starts making, like, robot walking sounds. (laughs) Beep boop. (laughs) I, like, hang my head low and I start walking toward the... with the group behind them. So with the mass of people. With Sokoba or away from Sokoba? Um, just generally kind of sticking back to the sidelines. Okay, so you're kind of keeping to yourself then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scar and Drew, what are you doing? I'm sitting down like bonfire camp style, like having some night claws with my my homies. (laughs) Show them with Agamir and his crew. Uh... Yeah, Drew's absolutely doing the same thing, hanging by the fire <laughs> with everybody else. Because I'm, I'm assuming we haven't seen these people in a long time. So, like, who's a bard mm-hmm. who's got Let's an hang. instrument? <laughs> Did someone yell- ask for a bard? I was just gonna say, I was gonna yell out <laughs> for Safina uh, to come back, be like, Safina, go get your flute. Come here. <laughs> come here. You got telling, telling the humble there. Yeah, the bard tender. You don't need me. 
But is mm-hmm. he an actual bard or like is he like does he play an instrument or sing or is his bardic skill tending beer like they're like tending bar to people? <laughs> Man, there's only one way to find out. Um <laughs> Hello, you asked for me? Yes, hello. Hmm, tell him the humble. Hi, nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Hello. Yes. Hmm, Nightclaw. Hmm, I wouldn't drink that swill. How about some of this? And he procures a goblet with, like, just the the dopest-looking wine you've ever seen. Oh, hell really yeah. deep and red and, like, viscous. Like, it looks like it's gonna, like, just knock It'll you taste right you on back. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna taste you back. Yeah. It's got that much body. <laughs> I'm in. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how many? Uh, how, oh, you wanted one as well. And he like so, does some sort of magic where he like uh, waves his hand underneath the glass, and suddenly he's got two of them now. And he does it again, and he's got three and two That's in one amazing. hand. And he's like David Copperfielding this shit. Um, Chris Angel, <laughs> mind. F- um, mind f- I was about to say mind. F- <laughs> Oh man, we have to pay Chris Angel now because we uh, said mine. <laughs> do we? I, I don't want to give him any I'll money. Just, I'll bleep it. It's fine. Um. <laughs> just bleep the <laughs> part. So yeah. saying, Wait, hold perfect. on. Just take this. Frick. Yeah. Mine. Frick. <laughs> mine. Frick. <laughs> just insert it. Um, I, uh, I subtly go up and I grab one of the goblets and then I walk away and kind of cool kid in the back of the classroom post myself up against a wall and have a seat away from the fire. Okay. Cool. Read. Sad. I was gonna be like, yo, Safina, what's up? She's sad. Normally, normally, like, I take you're, a drink. All, you're all adorable and, and high energy and what's going on, girl? I've known you a long time. We've been through some shit. Tell your friend Scar what's up. I continue drinking. <laughs> To fade out. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> She's shouting this across the bonfire. Everyone's a little uncomfortable. They wish oh, they would take this oh, to the, to the is... other side of the beach. Yeah. <laughs> that is so what Scar would do. <laughs> you come back here. <laughs> We've all been to a college party. We, we we know the type. This, this this happens at every college party. Everyone's having a good time. Oh, Scar is one hundred percent a frat bro. <laughs> and then just hauling out, lost that love and feeling right there in the corner. Mm-hmm. No, so. like legit, Scar is a total frat bro when she drinks. <laughs> I'm the rowdy one. Definitely like Safina, get over here. <laughs> I pay you no mind. Okay, so Safina walks away, or like starts walking down the beach. I'm assuming Scar follows. I'm going to uh, also take a goblet of wine from Talon and look at it and be like, "So, uh, just bef- just between friends, man. Uh, this blood? There's only one way to find out." Uh, Drew absolutely takes blood. a sip before he even finishes the sentence. <laughs> she's she's drinking it. It's not blood. Okay. Uh, she leans down and she's like, it's not blood, but it is fantastic. Good job. <laughs> they don't call me a bartender for nothing. And she sits by the fire. Uh, bard part. Play a song. Can you play us a song? Oh, no, no, no. I'm a bartender. Bard part. No. Can you sing? Not well. I'm a 
Uh, even better. Go for it then. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's get uh, crazy to Lurth over here, huh? Um, oh, yes. hell yeah. <laughs> as soon as I hear that, I'm not far away. No. So as soon as I hear crazy <laughs> to Lurth, I turn around. Sav. But I'm trying to end the scene. So you go follow Saf. I'm ending the scene on crazy to Lurth. Bye. I'm closing out the fire scene. You get to be in the next one. Go. <laughs> I was trying to get Safina to come back. No, you get to crazy go follow to her. Uh, 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 uh. Crazy Tillard is here. Yes, of course we want to hear you saying Crazy Tillard. Oh my god! I don't know how you <laughs> forgot me, uh, Drew. I mean, it's uh, I've been singing every night here. Usually, you keep to yourself. <laughs> I forgot about that. Drew's pretty drunk <laughs> by this point. She's like very excited. She's like, "No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Go for it. Hit me." Uh- Okay, he he reaches into his vest and pulls out his little pitch pipe, and you hear it go. Mm. <laughs> Sing the one about the fish. <laughs> oh, Kelvin's going down. We're going to kill him. He won't last long against the knights. Or the night of our coming into his house and stabbing him with <laughs> our knives. And scene. Um, Drew's fades, crying. She it, thinks it's beautiful. I can't. It, it I can Fades <laughs> black and we uh, see Scar run up on Saf. <laughs> Drama. You hear you hear something in a gravelly dragonborn boy, voice about killing Kelvin, and you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> I imagine." I can't tell you what to do. Just a hell yeah over your shoulder as you just keep running. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, because I'm still, I'm definitely tipsy AF, and I'm gonna be like, "Get your little halfling ass over here! What's going on?" I. Sp- been around real quick and I go, what do you want? Why are you following me? Uh, doy, because something's wrong and I want to know what it is so I can fix it. Because that's what I do. I break things and I, and this, I fix them. Yeah, this you is, know, Scar. This is scar. Yeah. Let's, let's it, disclaimer, it's Scar, not Nicole. It, it, I just scar, thought people would get confused. Yeah. Scar, she's got, you know, the title of <laughs> the great fixer of the party. Scar smash and <laughs> Scar so. Repair. So. No, Scar Smash and Repair. <laughs> scar Smash and Scar Put Back Together. Uh, smash and Mend. <laughs> smash and Mend is Smash good. and Mend. This is why I come up with the names for things, y'all. <laughs> I thought that was uh, fantasynamegenerator.com. Thank you, Emily. Listen, I don't even have it up right now. How could you? Oh, I, have- oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I fucking dare you all to come up with an NPC that I ha- that isn't on this island right now. You're on an cool. island. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, really, Safina, what's going on? You're not your usual chipper, halfling, annoying ass self. Thanks. I, I guess. <laughs> ah, you know, I'm just teasing you. What's up? <sighs> you got this cool new suit now. I thought you'd be buzzing. Yeah. I was, and then Sokoba just kind of blew me off there. So ah, I don't think I I don't think you should take that personally. I think from what I could gather, when Sokoba was talking to us earlier, she's been through some shit, and she just needs some time. 
I don't think that was a time thing. I think that was a turn your back and walk away from Safina thing. I think that you are a very optimistic person and she probably just is in her head right now and doesn't want uh, any attention drawn to her because something's going on. So again, don't take that personally. Come back. Come back and hang out. We haven't seen Agamir in forever. Yeah, I guess. Come show us your new cool suit. I want to see all the toys. I push the button and it engulfs me. And then I do like a few flying laps around Scar, like at her at her face level. Whoa. Freaking me out, kid. Let's go. Bring your <laughs> flute. Crazy Tiller's singing, I hear. <laughs> Got it right here. And then I uh, I start flying and playing. Are you... Okay, so so it's canon that you've got a flute <laughs> compartment in your XO. Got it. Yep. It's it's like in the actual backpack like... itself. You you could have had an extra like weapon or something, and you put a flute in. It, it mm-hmm. it's um it, it comes out of the XO uh, backpack just like Luke's lightsaber comes out of R two D two in Return of the Jedi on the um, just boom. yeah on Jabba's skiff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love that so much. And that's uh, so on brand Safina that she could have had a weapon, but she put a flute there instead. Yes. Well, this is coming from the artificer that was cleaning her thunder cannon in the middle of battle. So mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, do what you want on your own time, but you know. <laughs> um Is there like a dope shoulder thing for your thunder cannon built into your exo? Just so you can like like hoist that shit right in there no that remains to be seen i still haven't <laughs> written up the whole subclass yet but we'll get to that <laughs> another time we're That'd not getting so into cool. combat this is all about <laughs> exposition and setting the stage for what's happening in the next 20 something episodes anywho uh you all get back to the bonfire and Talerth has just <laughs> finished his song and you'll rot in the ground. Okay. <laughs> everyone, it's just clapping, applause, woohoo! Applause just, just bursts out around the camp. You see people like um, <clears throat> hanging out of the windows of the ruins uh, of the courtyard, and it, it's just. It just erupts into clapping. Uh, even though there, th- this grim news has been brought to you all, you all um, have definitely got a camaraderie here living um, on the Bulwark Isles, um, which is great. It's just great. And so Agamir's uh, sitting there next to you. just stay here. <laughs> well, I mean, you can if you want. I mean, I can do like the whole destruction of Alari <laughs> from the Bulwark Isles. You just get missives every once in a while. <laughs> hey, you want to make the whole season just a beach season? That's fine. This is a beach year. <laughs> the beach year. Yes. <laughs> I um, want to be that beginning scene from the Pokemon movie. You know <laughs> the one. Ooh. Yep. Yep, Pikachu's vacation. I just keep thinking. I just keep thinking about the when they're on Ember Island and all of them except for Zuko are like, "Let's have a beach day, yeah!" And then Zuko just comes in and starts 
destroying shit and he's like nah we're gonna fight and then him and Aang start fighting and Aang's like what the fuck man what are you doing everyone's like bro Zuko why are you going crazy he's like you need to prepare to fight my father and then they're like oh wait we're not doing that anymore and he's like what are you talking about you guys didn't tell me that like that's like what I have pictured in my head no keep going I want to hear the rest of the story of Avatar the last airbender man I don't want to have to put a spoiler (laughs) warning on our podcast of a show that's been out for like 15 years. <laughs> Spoiler for Airbender. If you haven't seen Atlas yet, then I don't know what to talk to you about. Uh, so Agamir's there. Do you all have any questions for him? He looks to be getting uh, pretty saucy with Telen's wine. <laughs> oh, we know if we put some drinks in him, he'll sing a song. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any... Questions. You know, I really uh, like my ship. I really like it. It's good. It feels good. How do you like your ship? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, like I said, it's it's good. Yeah, I like it. It's 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 good. Yeah. I mean, it's, you did call it the wish fulfilled, so I feel like we we do know your feelings on the ship itself. Did I make it um, that obvious? A little bit. Oh. A little bit. You have drawn pictures of yourself and the boat kissing and put it up (laughs) everywhere in the cabins, like all over the mess hall. True, I didn't do... Oh, oh, it's a joke. Oh, yeah. Um. (laughs) No, of course not. She punches him in the arm too hard. (laughs) She's like, I missed you. He's like, of course I didn't make kissing drawings of me and the ship. Uh, Of course... How did you get my diary? Oh, <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> How'd you see my dream journal? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> how you like... I was going to say how you like in the crew. Oh, I mean, they're great. I mean, a lot of them were, um, you know, some of the, the original crew that I I, I ran with. And, um, you know, with... Uh, with, with, with the captain when I was, you know, just to... Just to a little, mm-hmm. little private on the ship from out of the harbor coast, you know. Remind uh, me, remind me, what was the the captain's name? I I feel like you told us at some point. <laughs> I've forgotten. You did this to yourself. I know. I, as soon you as said, I said you dared us to name some NPCs. You yeah, fucking no, dared us. As soon as I said it, I was like, "Agamir's here with his crew. They're going to do it that way." Captain. <laughs> The captain is what you said. Yeah, it's Captain Captain. He's <laughs> well. I mean, he's not a captain anymore. I guess he's just captain now. Um, weird mm-hmm. to think of him like that. Just captain. Mm-hmm. Ugh, just ugh. captain. Not did we captain, ever captain. get his name when Jordan was given his backstory? I feel like I we think did. We did. I think we. There is this person has a name. Nathan does not know it, and that's what <laughs> I'm doing. I love it. Even if that was the case, that would not be an NPC that I would have to name. So anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the crew's been great, you know. And I even, you know, uh, you know, picked up some uh, new friends from the Violet Rose, which is nice. Uh, they're here. Um, yeah. I'm glad to be here. I, it's, it's really nice to be here on the Bulwark Isles again. You know, it just feels less bad here. 
<laughs> Aw. Does it bring back great fond memories of uh, riding on top of alligators? <laughs> you know, uh, swinging, no. Swinging like a uh, thing through uh, with your whip? It's not good in that way. It's just, I guess, good to be around you all again. Um, hmm. Yeah. That, it's good to be around you guys. Aww, uh, it's, it's good to see you. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that, you know, well, I, I'm able to do what I can for, you know, the Knights of Hlartha and everything. And it's, and, you know, working with the Violet Rose, it's been great. You know, I've got my ship and it's just, you know, it's everything I've ever wanted. You know, just being able to, to help be something bigger than, you know, just a merchant ship sailing on the harbor coast. I mean, it's, I mean, I went to the academy and I never thought that, you know, I'd, I'd get here. And it's, here I am. I mean, we were, you know, counting our coppers waiting until I could get a ship, and here I am, right? Um, Seth is like three and a half, four glasses deep at this point, because she's been drinking Jesus it. Jesus Christ, she's dead. Talon's <laughs> like been filling it up, like, without her knowing it, and she's just been drinking and drinking and drinking. And like she's, when you go to Unlimited Mimosa, when you could, when before, in the before times, when you could go <laughs> to restaurants. <laughs> When you go and you have unlimited mimosa, they come with like a pitcher and they fill it up while you're eating. So basically, you've had twelve mimosas by the time you like actually think about it. And, and then you go up. to stand mm-hmm. up and you literally are about to fall the fuck over. Yeah. Like, yeah. hit me with a fucking leaf. I'm done. Yeah, and then you have yeah. to run around the streets of DC with your cousin and walk from like the Washington Memorial all the way over to the Lincoln Memorial, and like that's way too far. And then you almost miss your bus home. What? <laughs> I wasn't drunk at DC in the daytime at the women's march no. during the week. It wasn't during the women's march, but I was at the Folgers Shakespeare Museum and I did cry a lot because uh, I was very drunk. Anyway, speaking of crying and drunk, Seth starts breaking down into tears and she goes, "I'm just so happy for you, Agamir." And she like Perfect. That's her head <laughs> into Agamir's chest, and she's just like, I'm so happy you got your ship. We missed you so much. Yeah, I, I'm i happy for myself, too. Uh, it looks like you've got <laughs> something, Saf. I don't know what, what, what this is. And he gestures at um, your exo, which I imagine is still surrounding you. You haven't put it away yet because you've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I start laughing and then I go oh yeah this thing and then I press the button and it just folds up real quick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he goes mm-hmm. oh that's nothing I put that together in six months no big deal oh what well, you can fly now yeah oh, that's cool that's cool I, I wouldn't do it right now cause I can't Cause, really because you just did right. it over there <laughs> yeah I saw. It, it looks pretty neat. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, Saf. Happy. Thank you. It took so long, and Karen oh was God. no help. <laughs> I'm right here, Saf. I'm right here. I helped a lot. I, I read you all of your runes. Do you not remember just like this morning when you got the runes wrong? I stayed up with you all night. You, I wanted speech to text, and you put text to speech. 
Yeah, but you don't know Old Common. I know Old Common, and Drew couldn't help. Oh my god, I have a helm of comprehending languages, Karen. So what was I there for? And he looks like he's about to start crying. (laughs) I put my arm on Karen's shoulder, and I go, Karen, you're gonna make me cry, stop it! Oh my god. I lost how many years of my life, and I just want to be a help. Oh my god. Your, Your presence... Was enough to help me. Then why did you say I wasn't help? And he starts blubbering. (laughs) We like cry into each other. (laughs) Oh my god, Drew stands up because she hates it so much. She's like, okay, and this is the sad part of the night. And this is where I leave because... No, 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 not yet. Here, we've got something else. This will lighten everyone's mood, and uh, Tillon waves his hand, and he's got a new beverage in his hands, and it kind of has, like, a glow to it. It's it's a clear liquid that kind of glows, and he's like, ah, anyone, anyone? And everyone roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. With disadvantage, because you're drunk. Danger. That's a one. Whoa. That's a... 13. You said wisdom? Wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. 16. I failed like a motherfucker. Okay, uh, (laughs) Drew, you're able to hold off the allure of this elixir, uh, but everyone else is not able to. uh, And you start drinking it, and it is wild. Um... <laughs> so you, are we all on acid now? What is happening? No, you all. Um, <clears throat> so there aren't a whole lot of carbonated beverages on Lanamora. You know, they've got like sparkling wines and stuff like that, but that's you know reserved for like the elite in Lux and like in Tepa and stuff like that. So when you feel like fizziness in your mouth, like you're drinking a soda or something, um, it's just bizarre to you. Um, and that's what you feel drinking this. Um, it, it's almost like you're drinking really cold carbonated water. So really cold sparkling water, but also it tastes a little sweet and tastes like just pure nostalgia. And you all are immediately happy and you're out of the doldrums now and everyone's having a great time except for Drew because she hasn't drank it. Can but, I make a perception check on all of this and see if I can figure out what, what this is and what's yes. going on? Yes, please do. Karen, why is my face wet here? What what was happening? Uh, I, I feel better now. You look like you were sad, but uh, not anymore. Uh, let's... Hey, um, what project do you want to work on next? 28 is my perception check. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I rolled 19 and I got plus 7. It, you you know Telen by now, and you know that this isn't like nefarious. Twenty six. Yeah, I was gonna say that. that, that I sat there, there for a minute, like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you've known Telen for a while now. You know this isn't nefarious. Mm-hmm. This is one of his like pick me up drinks mm-hmm. uh, because he's a bartender. His song is drinks. <laughs> his song is drinks. God, I identify with Telen so much. Talon is a bartender, so you know that this is kind of uh, the kind of thing that he does. 
this is his, how he weaves his magic. He doesn't have any like martial prowess or like doesn't do any spells, but he knows the exact drink that people need in a moment. He's great at parties, as evidenced <laughs> here. <laughs> where everyone was in you know the pits of despair and he's like hey let's not <laughs> <laughs> love telling the perfect party pick me upper that- I love it oh I don't want to get DMC'd sorry <laughs> you want to get what I was going to start singing a hall of notes but don't want to get sued no I'm not going to get sued <laughs> by hall Move or on. oats yeah either or um, oats are hall. Fuck them. <laughs> I love hollow notes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with them. I'm actually like hella into that group. Like, I really, really like hollow notes songs. Like, not gonna lie. <laughs> we know, we know you're white and you live in uh, Long Island. They slap. <laughs> don't hate. It's they still slap. Notes. They slap. They they still get off. I love it. Okay, geez, we got to figure out what this change is because it's been like ten minutes. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what was the last thing? I don't know what terminology I'm really going for, but it's not. They still get off. I swear to God, it's not that one. I know. I don't know what it is. Let's get off this train. So many words. So many words. <laughs> I don't Holy know. shit! Yeah, let's get off this train. Let's. It's got you all in the right headspace that Telen's drink would put you in. <laughs> Fuck! Just leave it to me to always say something really mm. fucking stupid. That just since J- Jordan's not here, Nicole has to say the weird shit. That was the joke. <laughs> anyway, move mm. on. I've taken up that mantle. Yes. Yes. Since I lost my other mantle. Womp womp. <laughs> and we're back to sad. No. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Fuck them all. More drinks, Telen. Fuck the mantles. Uh, yeah! Drew, <laughs> Drew, do you uh, take one of uh, Telen's pick-me-up drinks now that you know what it is? Yeah. Or do you just want to be sad? I don't know. You're a winter Eldrin right now. Is that like no, what you're I don't into? think she. No, I don't think she wants to be sad. Uh, she'll take. She'll. She won't drink like a whole thing of it, but she will like take a few sips of it. Gotcha. So yeah, a chant starts of "fuck the mantles." <laughs> um, Stick it to the mantles. Uh, hey, Cam. And- wait. <laughs> <laughs> it still works here. It works in this universe. <laughs> it a- does. A- 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 oh my god! No, but uh, ACAB does too because they're cops. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, ACAB. ACAB is one hundred percent. Put it on the merch. Who? <laughs> 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 well, uh, Tony gives you, <laughs> gives you all a lot more of his uh, happy drink. Um. That's what he calls it. Happy drink. It's not laced with E at all or like MDMA or anything because that doesn't exist all, in this world. But we're all just like a like a second away from turning this into a true Bacchanal and like dancing around the fire naked and shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but um, Mattelan being the, the excellent bartender that he is, he 
unknowing to all of you, switches out the drinks for um, water uh, pretty pretty swiftly after he sees what's going on and you all start chanting uh, about <laughs> fucking mantles. Um, and he, you all are still having like a great time. You're just, you're not really sobering up. You're kind of keeping that, you're like right at that good level where everyone wants to be where they're drinking. It's like the one that everyone goes a little bit too far, like just one more drink. And then it's so just- Talon's got his, his fingers on the pulse of like party situations. Yeah. Moves. He, got he, it. He, he's a master bartender. Uh, and so he starts giving you all water. You all start having a good times. Things start petering out. You start getting sleepy. It's getting late into the night. You know, it, it, there were some somber times, you know, a few hours ago with learning of the triumvirate and everything. But, now, after a little bit of revelry for seeing your comrades again, and um, for the first time in a few months, uh, you know, you know that the work has to get started tomorrow. And so you all are uh, starting to head off to bed. So just tell and make sure that we're not going to be hungover. Is that something, is this part of his like bartender specialities? Uh, that's why he started giving you water. <laughs> definitely uh, curbs that hangover I'm gonna say that Drew is definitely one of the first ones to uh, head to bed she's first one to leave the party she uh, is Aww. not a partier okay so uh, Drew she gotta get back off. to her cave is your uh, is your are your quarters by your bone throne or are yes. they elsewhere okay yes Scar 100% falls asleep on the beach. <laughs> or oh, at the bonfire. She like, wakes next up to and, it. like, she's covered in sand somehow. It's like <laughs> she's got, like, a sand castle built on top Half of, of her. Half of your hair is just a bird's nest wrapped around <laughs> one of your horns. There's, like, a starfish in there somewhere, like, some shells. Like. <laughs> nice. Uh, Agamir sleeps on his boat. Obviously. Because, you know, that's where the captain's quarters are. Uh, you can call him Captain Agamir if you want. <gasps> Captamir. Uh, Captamir! <laughs> the reins of Captamir. I was about to say it! <laughs> How could you? You beat me to something else earlier, so. That's that's a ballad that Crazy Tolerth wrote for Agamir when he became a ship's captain. The yeah. reins of Captamir. <laughs> Yeah, this is perfect. It's really about taking it out, taking down giant alligators. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the reign of Captain Mir is actually a whip. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Saf, where are you staying? Because we we last episode we were in your workshop. Where are your living quarters? I feel like there's several rooms that are around the workshop maybe like the workshop is at the top level of this building and then my quarters would be the level right below it where it would have a really nice view but still kind of you've got a roof like it would actually have a roof yeah so gotcha um Saf, you turn in and as you're about to like roll over and fall asleep, you hear a soft knocking at the door. It's Sokoba. Come in. Watch. Uh, 
Hey, Zaf, can we talk? It's Sakoba. <laughs> Whoa, what? Sakoba, <laughs> S- that you? What are you doing? Where, yeah. What's wrong? Um, and I, I pat the tip of the edge of the bed for her to have a papa squat. She walks up to the bed and she stands at the side of the bed. She doesn't take a seat. Hey, um. Hey. Saf. That's. That's all you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> after, after all the letters that we've written? I know, I know. It's just. You can't really see in the dark, but you kind of get a feeling that she's not okay. Um, listen, things are getting pretty bad, and I just, I can't, um, look, it's, whatever we're doing, I, I just don't, we're, I don't, Seth, this is so hard. I just, it's, we, I can't hurt you. We can't, we can't do this. I, I'm sorry. And you you hear her start to turn in the darkness. I turn my, I pick myself up and I sit, I sit up and at at the edge of the bed and I go, wait, 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 wait. Just because we're, trying to save the world and most of us probably aren't going to make it back doesn't mean that we shouldn't you know follow our feelings listen Saf I've tried so hard to uphold what I think is right as a copper mantle as a golden mantle as you know one of the knights of Halartha and every time I've tried I've failed and I can't try something else and fail at that too so you you don't know if you're there's no telling if you're gonna fail unless you try I'm willing to try and I I get up from the bed but I mean I'm not a golden mantle anymore I'm I'm not a gold mantle. I'm just a sorry excuse for a knight of Halartha. I can't even infiltrate the consuls, the the triumvirs' chambers. I can't do anything. I I'm just been my wings have been clipped, Saf. You'll find you'll find that that inspiration. You are on the front lines of the knights of Halartha. You. I believe in you the way that you should believe in yourself. You are capable of so much and you just have to let yourself do it. It's just there's so much riding on all this and what happens when I fail at this too. I failed at everything else in my life up to this point and 
all signs are pointing to another failure in my future. Well, <laughs> it's a good it's a good thing thornburns are lucky, and I kind of like make a little joke about it. I mean, I guess you're right. Everything seems to be working out for you. <sighs> yeah, and we're in this together now. We're we can we can see what happens. You know, it, it doesn't have to just end. You can you could take it one step at a time. It's okay. <sighs> I guess there's no hurt in trying. One step at a time, right? And she turns to you for the first time. Um, now that, you know, your eyes have adjusted to the dark and everything, you just snuffed out your candle as you were rolling over. Um, your, your eyes have adjusted, um, and she's looking right at you. And it's, um, She's got tears in her eyes, and she says, We just gotta move forward, right? That's all we can do. That's... That's all we can do. And I I lead her to the edge of the bed, and we both... I motion for her to sit down, and I'd like to, like, lean in for a hug. To, like, comfort her. Okay. You, uh, comfort Sokoba. She doesn't, um... You know, pull away or anything like that. Um, and, uh, you all embrace, and we fade to black. And that's where we're going to end this episode this week. Aww. On a slightly uplifting note, after a little bit of, <laughs> you know, we had a lot of revelry, and then we, we had some somber notes, and some revelry, and then we had some more somber notes, and we had a little bit of uplifting at the end, you know. Mm -hmm. That's the Legends of Lanamora podcast, y'all. We're a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Anyway. Real roller coaster. <laughs> You gotta have that in your sweet, sweet content, right? I mean, anyway. I'm in a glass you. case of emotions. Yes. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning into the Legends of Lanamore podcast. I hope that you had a great time listening, and I hope that my players had a great time playing. I had a great time DMing. I think the legend this week is gonna have to be Saf for her astute observation about why Falk Cromwell might be have might have been a part of the triumvirate. Um, I'm not going to say that that is why he's part of the triumvirate, but I am going to say that that's an astute observation, and I dig it. TM. <laughs> um, nice. The lull this week, I think, is going to have to be Drew. Me, whatever for. Uh, uh, for not making them two flags that they could uh, fly one as colors and for one to va to use as a blanket. That's fair. That's on me. Yeah. Uh, naming God, the lull, remember. Uh, naming the lull doesn't have as much uh, weight anymore because you're not worried about having to do the recap next time, huh? That's fair. I thought you were going to say that I was the lull because of my very funny thing about the wine, but never mind. It's whatever. <laughs> now the flags mm -hmm. so anyway if you want to reach out to us on social media you can do that somewhere right Nicole you totally can we have a twitter 
It's at Landamora Pod. You can go there and talk with us. Or if you wanted to talk to any of us personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JMH underscore Novi. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at underscore Squid Toaster. We also have a website, snovistudio.io. Snovistudio.io. We have a ton of cool stuff up there, like an about section where you can get to know us, our seasonal champions. There are fun facts about the world, tons of artwork, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from Novi Studios and our other content? Well, you're in luck because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so stay tuned! Yes, stay tuned next week for when things get a little more real. I don't like that. Um, that was foreboding. Um, anyway, I don't know what's going to happen next week because I haven't prepped for next week's episode yet, or next... I haven't prepped episode three yet is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening to the Legends of Lanamora podcast. Until next week, let's be legends. You finally let's did it! You didn't tell uh, me I hate you so fucking uh, much, no. dude. God, why do you want this marriage to end? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> so mad.